Greetings, and welcome to the Pampering Myself podcast, an advocacy for self-care. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and most importantly, we'll learn that you can't pour from an empty cup. You'll hear stories, interviews, and conversations which will empower you in living your best life. Greetings, podcast family. Welcome to our continued series on healing. And to all the ladies listening on this very special day, happy Galentine's Day. Yes, you heard me right, Galentine's Day. I had totally forgot about the day before Valentine's as an unofficially known as Galentine's Day. And in case it's a new term to you, it's the day of celebrating your lady friends. The event was created from a fictional character on this TV series called Parks and Recs back in 2010. I never watched the show, but I came familiar with this unofficial holiday, I believe last year for the first time when I was watching one of those morning shows. And then I got reminded of it yesterday. Well, officially or unofficially, it's another excellent reason to get together with your female family and friends and enjoy life. Unfortunately, this year might not be the one to do it, but mark it on your calendar for next year and make this a special day. Now on to our topic at hand, healing one's point of view. Have you ever had an aha moment when something clicks? Now, I'm sure we all have. It may have been during a conversation, something you read, something you observed, or your own thought process. I like to think that's the Holy Spirit at work. So I chose today's topic based on that aha moment from an old debate I continue to have. I'm going to see if I can share this with you and if it makes some sense. Okay, so this is how a conversation might go, and it's generic. Hey, friend, I'll give you a call next Wednesday. Let's just say for argument's sake, it's a Saturday, and I'm letting this person know that I'm going to give them a call next Wednesday. Their response would be, do you mean this Wednesday? And of course, I have to look at them. Yes, isn't this Wednesday the next Wednesday. So we really saying the same thing, but because there isn't another Wednesday in between Saturday and Wednesday, we have to be talking about the next Wednesday. So hopefully I didn't confuse you, but I've had this debate with several people when the occasion arise. And after that discussion, we agree. Both are right. But that scenario made me think about what self-care might look or not look like to you or me. In other words, we have the same ultimate goal, yet we get there in different ways. And that's okay, because what works for me might not work for you and vice versa. I read this interesting article where this person had admitted all the self-indulgent rituals that she had been practicing over the last year, like yoga, meditation, getting massages, you know, all the things we talk about that are um, superficial, had done nothing for her center of peace. In other words, the moment the activity was over, it was back to usual business as usual. 
Now, I'm, I'm going to have to agree, and I confirm she's right, because self-care is not just about an activity or a feel-good moment. It's a mindset. You have to work on the inside as well as the outside. I think about all the diets that I've gone on over the years, and they've always been driven by a moment in time. You know, I needed to lose weight to fit in this outfit for a particular reason. I wasn't in it for the right reason. It was all superficial, which is why I either failed to lose the weight or immediately gained it back because I did not work on the inside. I was just working on the outside. And she goes on to say defining what self-care meant to her is where she found success. Those other things were just superficial that she enjoyed along the journey. So in other words, we need to go back to basics. There's an old saying, self-preservation is the Lord's first nature. Let me share with you one of the definitions of self-preservation. It is one of the most, well, let me say, quote, It is one of the most important gifts we can give ourselves by knowing our limits, honoring our needs and desires, and taking the time to heal and repair. We are able to give ourselves more spark to radiate our internal light. Now, I could go so deep and so long into this topic, but I think you get the point and the definition of what self-preservation is. So talk about knowing our limitations. Now, this was was a hard one for me in the beginning, but I eventually figured it out. I took that cape off years ago, and I learned that I couldn't do all or be all, and I'm okay with it. It doesn't mean that I won't do my best when I can and how I can and to the best of my ability. It just means I'm not going to try to do everything. Now, as they say, when you know better, you do better. And that same goes for all areas of your life. Some of the areas the person expound on were learning how to say no. I shared this tip with a friend a few days ago, telling her my response, especially when asked to participate in a program or do something that wasn't in line with my current scenario. My response would be, let me think about it and I'll get back with you. Because I used to be one of those people that if it sounds good or I would find a reason to be involved or I just wanted to be involved, I would jump at it. And before I know it, I would say yes, because it will sound good. But when I got down to actually preparing for it, that became the problem, preparing for it. Because I've always been in multiple things, joining multiple clubs, organizations, and each one of them want you to do something. And quite frankly, you have a responsibility to each of these organizations to do something and to be involved. And then when you're trying to do that, trying to hold down a full-time job, uh, being a wife, a mother, all of these things can can just get convoluted and you are not accomplishing anything. And it ends up adding more additional stress and anxiety. And you would either have to disappoint someone or what I would do is darn near kill myself and try. 
So by me responding, let me think about it and I'll get back with you, that allows me time to assess, first of all, what are they asking me to do? Is it realistic that I can accomplish what they want me to do? And if I can, it is, is it in line what I'm trying to do? Because sometimes people can prevent you from fulfilling your own personal goals. And, and that was so true for many years because I was always trying to um, help others in what they were trying to accomplish and putting myself off, putting the things I wanted to do off. And so once I realized that, then I had to start learning to say no. And that gave me the time to think about it carefully. But if I said yes right off the bat, then then I was stuck creating internal chaos for myself and it just wouldn't work. And when I learned to, to do this process of thinking about it, it was liberating. And sometimes my answer would be no. And sometimes it would be yes. But at least I gave it a conscious thought instead of just jumping right in. Changing my eating habits um, became more focused on my health versus the weight loss. Now, don't get me wrong. My ultimate goal is still to lose a few pounds because weight can also become a health issue. But first, I needed to learn how to eat right. So I wasn't so focused on the size that I was wearing or a particular outfit I was trying to get into. It was more about how it affects my blood pressure, how it affects my um, body mass index, how it would make me feel, how my limbs, as, as you get older, uh, your body parts and things just respond a different way the more weight you carry. Or for those who don't carry enough weight, that could be a, a different problem. So all of this leads to discipline. And once again, we need discipline in order to be successful in anything we do. So I can't diet two days a week and fall off the wagon the other four and expect results because discipline might mean sacrifice and hard work, but the end results and the work are all worth the effort. What the written article, um, also the person who wrote the article discovered is self-care is a minute-by-minute choice, literally affecting every aspect of their life. And that is so true. It's not um, something that I think about on Monday through Friday. Well, I'm not even, yeah, maybe Monday through Friday, because I know a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to start my diet on Monday. But it's not something that you just think about a certain time. It's basically every minute, because if I'm in a store and I'm making a choice between a, or let's say a restaurant, if I'm in a restaurant and I'm making a choice between uh, something that I know is full of fat or grease or is an unhealthy choice versus a healthy choice, I got to make a decision on the spot. Well, let's even go to the grocery store um, as I'm grocery shopping. I have to make a decision minute by minute on what I'm going to pick up and what I'm going to prepare. Uh, if you go to a movie, anywhere you go with I have to decide whether I'm going to lay on the couch and watch TV or whether I'm going to get up and 
go downstairs and get on my treadmill. So it is a minute by minute choice every single day um, on self-care and discipline. And as you move forward in creating your own self-care plan for yourself, consider the outcome and what it is that you want to accomplish. The first thing is the defining process because the defining process, um, without it, you have no purpose and you're more likely to fail. And this is one of the reasons why so many people, uh, New Year's resolutions fail. I stopped making New Year's resolutions many years ago because um, because I just couldn't keep up with them. <laughs> Technically, um, I would start out gun ho. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And be- by the end of January, I forgot half of the stuff I even said I was going to do. Now I'll tell you one of the things where I'm most disciplined at is when it comes to Lent. And that is making that sacrifice. And I think because it is a religious and a spiritual sacrifice and you don't mess with the man upstairs. When I give up something for Lent, I give it up. Now, I struggle and and it's hard. And in the past, I've indulged, overly indulged the day that I was allowed to go back to that. And that's not good either, because the whole purpose of the lens giving up Lent things is to become closer with God and not at the moment it's Lent is over that you go back to doing what it is that you were doing as if you washed away or threw away everything else. So I'm going to make that sacrifice again and be very disciplined, but I'm also going to be very spiritual on what it is I give up and knowing why the why is really important that I'm going to give it up. But we're going to be prayerful for success and focusing on that. So I'm going to make this very brief this week. And I'd like to leave you with this very powerful quote by Sophia Bush. She's an actress and an activist. Um, She says, quote, I do not need to set myself on fire to keep other people warm. Oh, that is so powerful. But we often do that, don't we? We think about this. um, I want you to think about this as you customize your personal self-care plan, whatever it may be, because it's personal to each and every one of us. Considering from the inside out, whatever you do on the outside, as far as meditation, um, even though that is an internal Um, As the writer of that article stated, that still did not help her, but it might help you. It helps me. So whatever it is that helps you, consider your inside and your out. And most importantly, why you are doing it, because that would keep you more focused on track. If you have to write it down, if you have to Post it somewhere where you can look at it every day, embed it in your brains, do whatever it it takes to keep that thought ahead of you. Do it so that you can stay focused and commit to a a certain period of time. Don't look at the the very big picture. Um, When you think about, for me, when I think about I need to lose, let's say, 30 pounds, I might say I need to lose five pounds 
over the next month. And if I just focused on that small amount right there, then I'm more likely to be able to achieve my goal. So let's try that. Do small goals, set small goals, small standards, and then when you accomplish that, celebrate it and move on to the next level. And eventually you will, over time, build up this thought process. You will define the purpose and you will be able to uh, do anything and accomplish your goals. So until next time, happy Valentine's Day, happy Galentine's Day, and may God keep you and bless you. Thank <laughs> you.